Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Okay, drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett hanging out with you on this lovely Thursday. Well, I don't know. I mean, you get up and then you start driving to work, at least for me personally, and then, you know, you hear... That there's another shooting, which, you know, is always hard and, you know, it's it's always uh, you want to know as much as you possibly can. This is a developing story at this point. Uh, it's 10.09 a.m. Uh, West Coast time right now, and they are about or they're they they said they were going to do a press conference, but now they've pushed it back. But what do we know right now, Jarrett? Because I know that yeah, they announced, so we've, we've kind of been dipping into the KNX coverage here. Yeah, our sister station, KNX 1070 here in Los Angeles, uh, we're standing by right now for a press conference that will um, kind of give us like the latest information. As of right now, within the last uh, 10 or 20 minutes, we've learned that the act, the shooter has been captured. There, I've read conflicting reports, one that said he was killed and one that said that they haven't confirmed that. Um, but we do know that uh, the shooter has been uh, apprehended and is no longer um, an active shooter situation. Um, coming from NBC News, it says multiple people were injured, at least three of them critically, in a shooting in Southern California um, at a high school uh, this morning. About an hour and a half after the shooting was reported, about 8 a.m. at Saugus High School in Santa Clarita, uh, Sheriff Alex Villanueva said the suspect was in custody and being treated at a local hospital. That's coming from NBC News. I also saw another push alert that said he was dead. So, like I said, those are conflicting reports. I will tell you personally, this morning, I have friends that live in Santa Clarita, and I immediately texted and said, like, hey, uh, doesn't your son go to Santa Cl- uh, go to this school? Doing a high, right? Yeah, and she rep- replied saying, yes, he did. Um, and so what? So-, so she said that he was walking toward the school, and kids told him to run, and so he was seemingly so he's literally walking into cl- into school. Well, we're almost at the school, yeah, <laughs> and. Um, you know, saying like it was a very traumatic morning and the idea of this happening at your kid's school is still something that I think most parents try to like distance from their minds because we see this happen time and time again. Yep. Every other month, it seems like or maybe not even that infrequently, maybe every six weeks. Um we see this sort of thing happen. So uh, as we're continuing to to monitor um, the case, we know that there was supposed to be a 10 o'clock a.m., again, Pacific time, a press conference coming from officials here. We are just kind of standing by to see um, what the latest is going to be. Yeah, and, and, you know, when I, a couple of weeks ago, there was a big fire in Santa Clarita. And then I remember a year I, ago... I don't want to... I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm mistaken about one thing. Um, a CNN report does say at least one person in the shooting yeah. was killed. Yeah, one person has died. So, and there are two two people that are in critical condition, but yeah. then there are, I know, at least six bad injuries. Uh, I remember last year when the Thousand Oaks fire... Well, when the Thousand Oaks shooting happened and learning about that, talking about that on the air, and that was a horrific experience for so many. And then to be driving home because I live near that area and then to see smoke billowing from the hills and some of these families who lost family members in a shooting and then lost their homes mm. in a fire. And it's sort of that similar parallel in Santa Clarita where there was a big fire. Yeah. I believe it was last week or the week before. It was, you know, many, many acres and they eventually got it contained. But I know some people lost them, their homes there. And then to have this happen has got to be just... I, I can't imagine. Trauma, I mean, yeah. the the trauma and the therapy that is needed to get a family or anybody through that situation, even if you, even if it's somebody like you, Jared, who you know somebody who yeah. knows somebody, and that's where it's getting more and more common to know somebody who knows somebody because these have happened. I mean, now 
in any major city, you pretty much have a shooting near yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the it's kind of like it, it's kind of becoming like cancer. Like if you may not have had cancer, but you definitely know someone who has yeah. if you haven't. Um, and you know, this is happening all over the country. And you know, it's a it's just it's a problem that is uniquely American. I think it's always important to remind people of that. Want to also let you know that um, the Henry Mayo Hospital, um, which is there in uh, located in the Santa Clarita Valley, they say that um, their update is that is one female deceased patient and two critical male patients um, one male condition one is in good condition so um, you know four folks that they're talking about at Henry Mayo um, it's uh, it's it's horrifying to think about because my friend I know her kids like I I actually decorated their house and their kids were like all very helpful in helping um, to like surprise their mom with with this great room mm-hmm. and so like when I saw Santa Clarita I immediately thought of her yeah absolutely um, well it's good that some it seems like some of the students were still on their way I mean 8 a.m. I would assume that some classes have started but not all or yeah. it's still kind of gathering and class starts at 830 not really sure you know what that timeline is like but it seems like not everybody was there yeah um, an account coming from CNN just now um, uh, Mercedes the mother of an, a 16 year old student at Saugus High School said she dropped her son off at school at 725 just five minutes before the shooting would have happened uh, he called her as soon as the shooting started um, to tell her that he had uh, a meeting with his coach and that they went into a room a locked room um, with the door she said her son called frantic crying and scared she said that her son and his teammates were locked in a classroom with their coach. Um, she says, quote, it was so scary because you don't know how to feel. You yeah. don't know what to think. You grow super numb inside. You're just in complete shock. Mm, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't. I can't imagine. Yeah. I, every time I think about having kids, I'm like, I, I think about all of the dangers that are out here as well. And yeah. like, I'm like, oh, do I want to have kids? But you'd want to have a child. And I, I can't imagine. You don't want to let those things rule thing. your decision. Absolutely. Making. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a tough call. Well, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of other stuff that we're going to cover on the show today. But of course, we will keep you updated. This is a developing story and we will have the press conference. I believe we're going to tap into that feed as well. So stick around. We'll keep you updated and more Drop the Subject on the way. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Ali. Uh, we've been covering this breaking story this morning about the shooting that just happened in here in L.A., um, a school shooting where one person is confirmed dead, two are in critical condition, and one is in good condition, all four at the Henry Mayo Hospital uh, here in Southern California. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening with that. We also have a press conference that we're expecting that will be starting, um, supposed to have started at 10 o'clock our time, but has been pushed back. So we're kind of monitoring that. Um, and if and when we can, uh, we'll take our KNX 1070, which is our, our, our sister station here in Southern California. We'll take that story to be able to uh, kind of keep you updated on what's happening there. Yeah. And I still can't find I know last break you said, Jared, that you've read conflicting reports on whether or not the shooter is dead. I still can't find anything about this either. I know that because I, I, when I was on my way in, I was listening to KNX and they were saying it's an active shooter situation. Everybody, please stay out of the area. I know that they were also shutting down and evacuating nearby schools and things like that just to be precautious. They were telling people, lock your doors. Don't let anybody in. You know, please be careful. And now they're saying that the shooter has been apprehended. But I don't know if that means that the person is alive or not. And I, th- I don't know if they were a student either. I, I don't know if it was a student. Um, I think the <laughs> most recent thing that I saw was the shooter is in custody um, and is being treated at a local hospital, which oh. seems like 
that would mean that they, I guess, were not shot and killed, but also, like, we don't know how serious those injuries might be. Um, that's the most recent thing that I'm seeing right now. So we will um, we'll keep you all up to date on that because, as we said, it's a, it's a breaking story that's only about in the last three hours has yeah. it started to happen. And also, I mean, I'm, I'm reading about the, the kids at Saugus High School and how they had practiced active shooter drills. Mm-hmm. They had undergone that training because we talk about, you know, these things are happening more often, unfortunately. Uh, students and teachers and the police force are going through more training in order to, uh, you know, deal with these incidences and make sure that they're going through the proper procedures. And uh, it looks like these students had practiced the drills before, and then they did have to utilize that, which is crazy because I think about, you know, being in school when I was a kid and going through all those drills, earthquake drills and fire drills and things like that. And there's like, well, hopefully you'll never have to use these things. And you're like, yeah, usually you don't. And to think that these students are going through active shooter pro- protocol and, and all these drills and then actually having to utilize the things that they're learning or the things that they're practicing is also a whole other level of scary. Yeah, I, I just I, we talk about how frequently now this is happening in colleges and high schools, middle schools, elementary schools. And co- like kids. concerts everywhere. Well, I'm, I'm more talk, talking about the drill specifically. Like, oh, the dr- we never oh, had yeah. an active shooter drill when right. I was a kid. Um, and like, but I always say like, I remember Columbine happening because it was the day after my birthday. Uh, and I always remember thinking like, oh, wow, this is like this is an enormous thing. And yeah. then it started. That was the first school shooting that I remember. Um, and then it's just kind of like continued. It's like I said, every six, six to eight weeks or so, we have another one. Um, and so I just want to, you know, everyone that's out there in Santa Clarita and in the Southern California area that is impacted by this, you know, we're thinking about you all and, and keeping in our prayers. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got uh, updates coming out of Washington, D.C. Um, there's a new candidate in the race. Uh, reasons, yeah, for, no. reasons for Aunt Becky to be nervous like okay. we've got good things and bad there's things there's a lot of we could do a whole show on why reasons Aunt Becky and Becky be should nervous, be nervous so. um, and then we're gonna also uh, up next we'll give you a breakdown of what happened yesterday and the impeachment hearings and what it means going forward yeah. all that's up and next and Jared I have a present for you for oh, the impeachment hearings God. specially made by yours truly we'll get, get to that as well I feeling I probably don't want <laughs> stay tuned drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Ooh, busy morning here at Channel Q and at Drop the Subject. Allie and Jared here with you, and we have lots to look forward to on the show today. We have, of course, our News It or Lose It. We have all the impeachment updates for you. We're continuing with our Drop the Subject favorite things lists. I believe Ginger Justin is going today. And later in the show, we'll also be talking to a drag queen who uh, was able to sort of indirectly attend the impeachment hearings yesterday. So we'll get into all that. We're also going to be talking to Nurse Alice. Jam-packed show. But right now... Uh, uh, we are also going to keep you, uh, well, later on, we're also going to be keeping you updated on everything as far as the Santa Clarita shooting. But let's cover what happened in the impeachment hearings yesterday. I know we were kind of giving people updates throughout the show, but we have some just kind of an overview of the nuts and bolts of what went on yesterday. And I have a gift, a gift for you. Oh, right. Oh, because I was t- I was queuing up Emmy to play Blow the Whistle, but you have something else to play, right? This is my... I've worked very hard on this. Put your headphones on, please. Okay. Because this is the new intro for impeachment stuff. Here is some crazy impeachment stuff. <laughs> All right. Like, we can listen to that again. Emmy, yeah. do you want to go ahead and play that again? Yeah, no. Uh... Just go ahead. Let's see. Here Ready? is some crazy impeachment stuff. I, 
I'm saying I'm taking notes. I'm open to redirects, but um, I just wanted to. That was made this morning. I have a few notes, but okay. um, we'll 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 cover those. You off want to the do air. that off the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fine. Oh, okay. Are um, they bad or? No, no, they're. They're productive. They're oh, constructive. They're yeah. constructive criticism. Um, well, you know, you have to do a compliment sandwich, Jarrett. Mm-hmm, you give me a compliment, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you tell me something I could have worked on, and then you end with another compliment. Okay. So you have two compliments you have to come up with. <laughs> right. Um, I could hear it, and um, and it was you spent it was, time on it. Okay. So let's get into it. One of the things that, I, as you know, you know me well enough to know by now, I guess that I was. Watching a lot of the analysis uh, last night over of the coverage, and I, um, one of the things I thought was most interesting was the discussion people were having about how Republicans don't know what to do with this um, because they can't defend on the facts, they can't you know say like nothing happened as much as they try to, but like the Jim Jordan clip that we had yesterday, and I mean, I'm sorry I didn't prepare you for this, but if we have the Jim Jordan clip where he was saying like, uh, which ended with Donald Trump could come in here and sit down, um, we played that yesterday, and what was most interesting is Republicans have been complaining about the transparency. Well, we need this needs to happen out in the open. It needs to happen in public. They stormed into the room and all that different stuff. And now that it's happening in and public, they're happened. like, no, I'm not going to watch. Well, they're like, they're not going to watch, but then they're also like, well, and then they're complaining about these people having secondhand accounts or thirdhand accounts and all that. And the, the question was, you know, like, well, you know, well, why don't we have someone in here that was on the phone call? Why don't we get the person who, who started this off and bring in the whistleblower because they want to expose the whistleblower's um, identity? And One of the people on the call won't come in. It's the president. Exactly. Which, which is what happened yesterday. Um, I think this might be the clip. Let's see. With that, I yield back. Mr. Welch. Uh, thank you. I say to my colleague, I'd be glad to have uh, the, the person who started it all come in and testify. Uh, President Trump is welcome uh, to take a seat right there. Well, and like, it's it's ironic that you hear the laughter because what came before that was, you know, well, we need to have the person who started this. And this was Jim Jordan, who I think yeah. is, you know, I say anything bad that you can imagine about a person probably exists within mm-hmm. Jim Jordan. Um, but like he he was like, well, we need to have this person come in and and all that. But like, no, it's not about the whistleblower. It's about Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, and so that was something that's interesting to me because Republicans continue to figure out, continue to like try and figure out how they can defend this without bringing in the president. Because if that's really what you want, you really want transparency. You want the people who are on the phone call. Get Donald Trump in here. Yeah. Get the White House officials who are on the call. Get Mick Mulvaney in here. Get all of those folks. But but all of them have been blocked by Republicans or and they, at least the White House to not come in and testify. Well, I mean, it seems like to me what they're upset about is that everything isn't being done exactly to the letter the way they would like it to be done in order to make them look as great as they possibly could look. Well, and even that's ironic because if I'm not mistaken, um, Democrats have taken the model that Republicans used in the 90s with Bill Clinton um, in a lot of ways. They didn't use the attorney um, for questioning, which is a different a different tactic that they've been using. But um, one of the other major things that came out of yesterday was during his opening statement, Bill, Bill Taylor said that um, he'd learned that uh, Ambassador Sondland had had a phone call with Bill, with uh, Donald Trump the day after the phone call where, you know, Donald Trump expressed that he cared more about investigating Joe Biden than about Ukraine. Than which, the actual f- relationship between the U.S. and the Ukraine. Exactly. Right. right. And so, so it was personal. He was basically saying this is a personal thing. I, I care more about my own agenda. Exactly. And I mean. 
what? You know, like yeah. that that raises so many issues. And I, I think that was probably the biggest thing that people took away was A, that this phone call even happened and that Donald Trump had said this, but also that Sondland had not said this in his in his previous testimony. Um, and uh, I'm looking at this uh, seven t- key takeaways from the first public impeachment hearing that comes from HuffPost. Um, and kind of speaking to what you were just saying, both of these witnesses use their opening statements to really um, stress the importance of the, protecting the U.S.-Ukraine relationship. They both really wanted to em- uh, emphasize that this relationship is something important. And uh, I also heard people saying yesterday that Donald Trump keeps talking about, I don't care about politics. I just care about corruption. And it's like nowhere in that entire transcript of a phone call does he even speak about corruption. Yeah. And it seems, I mean, at least from what I've been reading, they said that based on yesterday, they already have more impeachable Offenses than they did at this point in the Nixon impeachment and, proceedings. And they've called another witness that now is going to be coming right. based upon um, this testimony. So there's so much happening here that um, I think this was just day one. And we have already another week of things that are planned for next week. Uh, tomorrow, there will be more testimony. This is going to get more and more interesting. But... The thing that's going to matter the most is whether or not it changes public opinion, because if public opinion goes from 50 percent to, say, 75 percent that he should be impeached. Or most importantly, if Republican positions start to change on this, where they start to say um, Republican voters and then also Republican leaders, Mm. if they start to see like, oh, this is this is too much. We can't we can't you know roll with this. That's if it's that's going to tell us if this impeachment hearing and seemingly the the Senate trial, if that ever happens, if that's going to make any kind of right. Difference. It'll be interesting to see if it moves the needle. Well, uh, one of the articles I thought was interesting was that they had therapy dogs on Capitol on Capitol Hill because everyone has been so stressed out about the public impeachment hearings. I'm not saying that uh, they literally had, uh, uh, you know. Schiff sitting there with a poodle or anything like that, but they did bring some therapy dogs around to Capitol Hill to some of the staffers, and they really enjoyed it, though I do see one, a poodle with a blue tie. I think that's a little bit, uh, you know, bipartisan. Well, I know. That's definitely leaning left. Yeah. Uh, We'll take a quick break when we come back. It's got to be neutral, these dogs. More drop the subject after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q. Continuing on with the impeachment coverage here on Drop the Subject with Jarrett and Allie. Still gay-gay cray-cray to get to, lots of other stuff, but we wanted to talk to somebody very specific who had to do with the impeachment hearings. It seems that uh, wedding crashing is a, a far-gone trend, and now impeachment <laughs> crashing is a, is a thing that's happening. And we're talking now, we have on the phone a drag queen by the name of Pissy Miles, who has Pissy made... Pissy Miles. I just wanted to say it on the radio. <laughs> Pissy Miles. Ha ha, yeah. Ginger Justin, we can say it on the air. Uh, Pissy Miles has crashed the impeachment hearing. You were at the public hearings yesterday, Pissy, and there's a wonderful picture of you in your giant wig being frisked by the police as you go through security uh, to get to the impeachment hearings. What uh, what the hell happened? What was the motivation behind doing this? How was it? Well, thank you for having me. I am also glad to say Pissy Miles on air. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it was it was a crazy experience. I was invited down by a new uh, broadcasting app. It's called Haps, and it is an open source broadcasting app. It is a news app um, that it, I was invited down by the political director. His name is Jack Dury, and he invited me down to be a reporter. So I went down with the intention of being an entertainment reporter. Uh, commenting on the impeachment uh, 
hearings, and it all kind of blew up from there. When you say it blew up, tell me what happened. Uh, I don't even know how to put it into words. The last 24 hours of my life have been pretty surreal. I've been interviewed by countless uh, national publications. I've been in the New York Times, and I was on the cover of of the New York Post this morning. But, but what happened? Like, what did you do? Yeah, what, what, what happened? happened? Well, I, I got out of my car, and I, I started walking towards the Longworth building, which is uh, where the hearings were taking place. And there were about 20 cameras outside, and in in, in, in a synchronized motion, they all just panned directly to me, and I knew then and there that everything was just going to be totally different. Uh, and they all watched me walk into the building, and I, I went through security and was frisked by a very friendly gentleman, perhaps overly friendly. And he, <laughs> uh, Not necessarily uh, a bad thing. He, no, no, I was, I, 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 I'm kidding. He was actually very, very professional and kind uh, to me. And, and so was everyone in the building. It was, it was a really excellent experience to get to report on the hearings from inside. And I met a lot of really very kind people. And I was reporting mostly on the ambiance from outside the hearing room because I, I did not have, uh, uh, you weren't in the there. Proper, yeah, you were right. in the hallway. I didn't have I didn't have congressional media uh, credentials. credentials, so I was not allowed inside the hearing room. But I was just outside it, and I was reporting uh, with the people around, with the other reporters that were outside, kind of getting the general ambiance. And we had a live audio feed through the HAPS so application. Joe, so, Joe, because we only have like about a minute left, I wanted to find out like what was the most significant part of the day um, there yesterday for you. For me, the most significant moment was actually meeting a group of students that were there who were DACA recipients that were there for the DACA hearings at the Supreme Court. Hmm. And um, it, it was really significant because it made me realize the number of people who are being impacted by this administration and why this uh, impeachment hearing is, is so important to everyone. Well, really thank dope. you so much, Pissy Miles. We, uh, you know, I've always said that drag queens make everything better, so I think they should allow more drag queens <laughs> in the public hearings. Uh, I am definitely somebody who will be fighting for that. Uh, you're welcome anytime on the show, Pissy Miles. You keep I doing what you're doing. It. Thank you for Thank joining you very us. Much. I do think drag queens make everything better except your floors. <laughs> <laughs> News it or lose it's coming up next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Means it's time for news it'll <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna let her rock with that for a second. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, welcome back to Drop the Subject. It's time for News It'll Lose It. Allie has five headlines. I have five votes. We'll see how many stories you get. Here All we go. All right. Headline number one This is the percentage of rideshare passengers that actually tip and what drivers have to say about it. Oh, uh, obviously. I think this applies to you, Jared. Probably, because I don't. Well, never mind. <laughs> Headline number two. Well, uh, he wasn't outed for being gay, but a principal who tried to ban LGBTQ books has been charged with child porn. Oh, Jesus. Uh, lose it. Okay. Headline number three. This hostess brand favorite is being turned into a breakfast cereal. Huh? 
Headline number four, LASIK eye surgery should be taken off the market, says ex-FDA advisor. Oh, no. Lose it, because I'm thinking I might have it next year. I've, I've had it. Uh, and then finally, headline number five, these seven crystals will add a sparkle to your love life. I'm only doing this because it's you, because I feel like this is right up you and Katie's alley, so... <laughs> All right, seven crystals that can add to your love life. The percentage of rideshare drivers that actually tip. And uh, this hostess brand favorite being turned into a breakfast cereal. All that coming up. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Allie, you pulled off, was it four? Three. Three. Three mm-hmm. for five. Yeah. I'm cool with Respectable. it. Respectable. It's okay. Um, so you want to bash me about Uber driver tipping or <laughs> ride shirt tipping. I actually am not here to bash you at all. <laughs> I, I always love talking about tipping. And to talk specifically about ride share tipping, there is some a new study that just came out. This is News It or Lose It, by the way. And um, our first story here is what percentage do you think Jarrett, of rideshare uh, uh, passengers actually tip on their rides? Um, I feel like it's got to be really low. Like, I would say less than 20%. Wow. Yeah? It's 40%. Really? But. Okay. The one of the uh, the senior contributors for rideshare sites, uh, like the rideshare guy and ride guru, they know everything about you know the mm-hmm. trends in in rideshare. So this guy, this uh, this contributor, he said that he thinks that number is really generous. Yeah, he thinks it's seems, a lot lower. That seems really high. He's like, I read a whole bunch of articles that about how most people don't tip, and it's a fact. I think the articles that the, that have come out or those studies really have shot a little bit too high. I think tipping percentages are lower. And the reason is because people can kind of get away with it, right? You don't really have much accountability when it comes to tipping your driver. You're just kind of in there. It's all through the app. So you're not in a situation where you're sitting there with with a cab driver in front of you. You have to give them cash or you have to tip, you know, with the credit card receipt right in front of you. I don't think every job requires a tip. No, I don't either. Like, I don't. And I mean... Very rarely, like I've had like a an, just an extraordinary experience with a driver that was like so great for whatever reason, or they had something happen and they had to do something extra. Um, like I had a like sometimes if I go to the grocery store and I have more bags than I want to carry, I'll get an Uber. I've had like a driver that like got we'll out you. and helped load bags and then helped me take them out. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna tip you, but like you're just driving, like. And you're getting paid for this. It's not like you're getting paid like like a waiter or server or something where you're getting less than minimum wage and all that kind of thing. So which that's is different. A, yeah, that's the thing for me is I'll tip based on where I'm going and what's required. Like if I'm going to the airport and they get out and help me with my bags, I'll right. I'll definitely tip for that. But I'm if I'm driving from bar A to bar B that's like four blocks away. No, I'm not going to tip for that. I'm also too drunk to tip for that. Well, because like I told you, <laughs> fair enough. I told you I like I'm not a person that I, I always tip if I go to a restaurant. Mind you, I, ba- I tip based on service. But like I'm I'm never going to go like below fifteen percent unless I have like atrocious service. Then I'll tip like ten. But but it does depend because when I when I was a rideshare driver for 
or Lyft. I did Lyft and Uber, but when I, especially with Lyft, they had a whole. I mean, a lot of people forget when they first started. Their there was whole no thing, tipping. There was no. Well, there was no tipping, but also it was this whole. Their motto was, "It's your friend with a car." So their whole thing was about friendliness. Yeah. Their entire thing was, uh, "Hey, what's up? Yeah, come on in. I'm just giving you a ride. What do? You, what's up? Let's meet. Let's socialize." It was more of like a friendly mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. Now it's become much more like a cab service where yeah. somebody's picking you up. They're not really talking. They're dropping you off and they're asking for tips. My so driver this morning. They're getting less friendly and re- and asking for more. Exactly. My driver this morning did not say a word the entire ride. Right. Like he said, Even if you try morning. to talk sometimes, they're yeah. like, hey. Well, and it was interesting because the car he was driving was the car that I'm considering getting. And so I started to ask him a question, but then I was like reading stories about the shooting and trying to make sure I was ready for the show yeah. and all that. And so like, I was actually thrilled that he didn't talk. But like when I first started using Uber, like sometimes I'd have really good conversations with the drivers, but now I'm just like, I have to read, I have to work, I have to <laughs> send this email up, you know, whatever. So like, I, I appreciate a quiet ride. Yeah. But I also tell them like, play your music, especially if on the phone, like you play your music, like you don't have to worry about me back here. Well, Emmy's playing her music. So. Yeah. <laughs> we have to go. We have two more stories. Uh, there's a new treat that's being turned into a breakfast cereal and seven yes, crystals yes. for attracting love into your life. Uh-oh. We're getting hippy dippy next. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Drop the subject is back. Wow. And we I continue with lose it or lose it. Yes, we do. Well, there is a hostess treat that is being turned into a cereal. This is a treat that we have talked about on the show before. I and say, can I get a hint? You can get a hint. You have eaten it, I think. I actually don't know if you ate this on the air or not. I don't think I've eaten a hostess treat on the show. I'm well, guessing it's a ho-ho. No, it's close. Is it a Twinkie? Yes. Okay, the Twinkie was the first guess, but then you said we talked about it. I'm like, I feel like we talked about ho-hos and Twinkies. Twinkie was also, uh, Twinkie has called into the show before, I believe. Have you met Twinkie? Or talked to Twinkie yeah, on the phone? Yeah, we did the San Francisco yeah, Twinkie, uh, yeah. live event. Yes, Twinkie was a, a, a wonderful character on our show up in, the, up in the Bay Area for some time, so I'd be interested. Twinkie, if you're listening, what do you think about this cereal? More than six years after a Twinkie shortage gripped the United States... The sweet snack is stronger than ever, and it is taking on new forms. Uh, They are partnering, post, they are partnering with Hostess to turn the 90-year-old treat into a cereal that will be available nationwide in late December. Okay. Not not bad. Right around the holidays. There's a bit of a, you know, that's a fair turnaround time. So they say the taste of Twinkie cereal replicates the distinctive taste and familiar oblong shape of the snack cake. I will say these, the cereal, I'm looking at it, kind of, kind of looks like a bowl of penises. Oh, yikes. Just a little bit. I just typed in Twinkie in Google and the first thing that comes up is cereal. People are hyped about this. Well, it does look exciting. I mean, mean, how different is this going to be than like... Than any other sugary ass cereal. Exactly. Like, they're all basically the same cereal. I mean, if they say the taste of Twinkie cereal replicates the distinctive taste... The distinctive taste is tons of sugar. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so it's sugar. Got it. Which is just... It kind of looks like long corn pops, or like... Um, it actually reminds me more of Cap'n Crunch without the berries. Yeah, but they're like... 
they're like Cap'n Crunch puffs. Yeah. It looks like Cheeto. You know, Cheeto is to Cheeto puff. Crunch. Yeah, as, yeah. Ch- as Captain Crunch is to this cereal. Uh, created during the great... Oh, wow. This is a whole also, history on Twinkies. Also, we don't though, need that. Part of what's great about the Twinkie is that it's soft and gooey and like moist. The yeah, other, the texture of it yeah, is important. The horrifying thing about Twinkies is the fact that if you leave one on a shelf for 30 years, it mm. still looks exactly the same. Yeah, but so do a lot of other th- foods. I think that Twinkie gets a bad rep in that way. Well, they always want to say Twinkie, with but... A, I think the same thing happened with like a McDonald's cheeseburger or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or a French for fry. Weeks or a month or something like that. And it yeah. Just looked the same. I would really love to do that with something that spoils quickly, like hummus. Oh, yikes. Just see what the hell happens after a year. I think there's a hummus in my fridge that's been there. Everyone's hummus is old. Everyone, yeah. if they have hummus in your fridge right now, it's going bad. I actually, as you say that, I'm like, I don't think I've ever finished a hummus. Like, no. I'll tear into one, but I don't think I've like scraped the bottom of a hummus container. Hum, no. <laughs> hummus is something that you're like, I should get some hummus. That's yeah. a nice, uh, you know, healthier dip that I can use. And then you eat, you eat it when you bring it home. And then you completely forget about it, right. and it goes bad in two days. I keep saying I should make hummus. I probably shouldn't. Oh, that's no. You should not do that. Probably not necessary. No, that's not that worth your so time good. or your effort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the seven crystals. We really went down a rabbit hole. That, there. Well, we did. We went down a hummus rabbit hole. You know what's never coming out? Hummus cereal. There's a reason for that. Everybody's over there like whatever. Get your lives. I don't know. I don't care. So here are. So this is our final story for News It or Lose It, and this is what you wanted to know about Jared. I know you did this for me, but this is for say, you too because this is about adding sparkle. To to your love life. Okay. Seven crystals that will add sparkle to your love life. I did go to Moon Circle last night. I saw a couple of these on the altar, so let's go through them quickly. First one is one that I actually have at home, and it's very common. It's very easy to pick up. You can even pick it up at Urban Outfitters. Rose Quartz. No matter what sort mm-hmm. of love you're looking for, the first step in loving is loving yourself. Rose Quartz brings peace, tenderness, and healing, encouraging love and contentment. Okay. Okay. Now we'll move on to, oh my God, a barbed wire 18 karat rose gold ruby ring. Okay. That's $1,000. Is there a link to where you can buy it? Damn you, Cosmopolitan. Yeah, see, see, this is feeling very, uh, this is feeling very branded content. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Number three, the rhodosucrosite ring. I don't even know if oh, I can say that on the radio. <laughs> 92.5 sterling silver. This is, that is a actually, radio station? I don't know. <laughs> 92.5 Sterling Silver. Sterling Silver. Rotocrosite's peaceful, like cheery energy can like help you. Name huh? of a meteorologist, too. It 92.5 does. Sterling Silver joins us with an update on the forecast. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you're going to see some uh, a little bit of a cooling trend exactly, here. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sterling. So apparently, it, uh, it it will this stone will deal with destructive emotions and encourages you to enjoy life, be passionate, and express yourself joyfully. There we go. Very exciting. Okay. Uh, this one I know about. A raw emerald. This is a giant oh, wow. hunk of emerald. Okay. And it says that if you need to relight your fire or stimulate a f- flagging... Okay, I thought that said flogging romance. Yikes. Romance. Uh, emerald is a great stone to carry. A magnet for good fortune and abundance. Emerald inspires positive actions by eliminating negativity and raising consciousness. Well, all I need to reinvigorate my sex life is a big giant hunk a big giant hunk there we go and then the emerald is really just there on the side going exactly. you're welcome drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q 
Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jared. That's Allie. Want to remind you that you can find us everywhere at DTS Show on the Twitter and the Instagram. And if you are paying attention, we've been doing our Thanksgiving playlist, and we tweeted out the link so you can follow it on Apple Music. Um, our playlist ever is ever growing, um, uh, and you can find out what the song is ahead of time in the playlist if you have the playlist. Um, and I'll be putting the fourth song in there a little bit later. Yep, and, we're going to be sharing that song. Yeah, we're going to be sharing yep. that a little bit later. But also we've been doing our favorite things all week long and it's Justin's turn. If you're following us on the social media, you'll be able to keep up with that as well. So Justin is joining us now. Hey, Hello. Uh, speaking of social media, thanks Chris for saying, looking forward to hearing Ginger Justin's favorite things, which I'm sure includes the dump button and sunscreen. I'm probably... Uh, I your think, favorite I thing is, is the dump right. button. Yeah. Let me just make a few changes here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of want to hit the dump button just for the sake of that, but it's I want It's not a toy. It's not a toy. I'm Justin's sorry. Justin's in love with Chris. Kristen's... <laughs> Shut up, guys. Just saying Shut it. Shut up, guys. <laughs> don't, t- don't let his fiance hear that. Chuck uh, you. <laughs> All right, these are Ginger Justin's favorite things. Of course, Oprah has her favorite things list, but we have a few favorite things lists of our own, and we've been sharing them, as Jarrett said. So without further ado, Jer- uh, J- Ginger Justin, what? That was such are- a mom move of you to what? almost call him Jarrett. <laughs> All right, Jarrett. That was very mom move of you. And then, and then eventually your mom brain fizzles out, and you're like, exactly. just, I don't know, who you are know you? What, you know who you, you are. You know who you are. Hopefully. Why do I have to do everything around here? What you got, Ginger? All right, so there's actually a decent amount of uh, crossover in terms of types of favorite things, but I'll start first. Uh, Philips Hue smart bulbs. I don't know if you've seen these. How dare you? Wait. He did LED. J- j- I did smart bulbs too. Well, oh, mine are from mine are from. I'm Jarrett, by the way. <laughs> no, no. You, you all right over there, Katie? This I is just, going great. Uh, <laughs> did you just call me Katie? I did. <laughs> you a, you did LED lights. So are you doing the fancy version? And he's j- doing. And j- Hugh is even better than the ones that I have. Yeah. Yeah. So these are a little fancier. You can pick what color you want. You can do like the sunrise awakening thing, kind of like what Katie has. Yeah. And you, oh, I see. And you can set them up to where uh, they come on as soon as you come home. Very convenient. He wasn't here when I did mine. Yeah, what are you... T- this is like a... Am I... A s- it's similar to mine. Am I yeah, having a stroke or did we have this conversation? I literally just said there are some crossover <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. between types of favorite his, his things. This is very so. similar to mine. So both of you have rainbow lights in your home. We have we have colorful... Speak. Let the gender speak. All right. Yes, Let the no, but, speak. But they're fantastic. It's really, yes, really good product. Great. Yeah. Uh, then also, uh, I have this thing called a Key Smart Pro, which is a little keychain. It's like a Swiss army knife oh. for your keys, which is nice. How cool is that? Uh, and it also has a flashlight built in and a tile tracker. So if you ever lose your keys, you can find them. You can find them. Like it works like on your phone or something, or how do Correct. you find it? Yeah. So it's just like a tile. That's so seen cool. Those. I, I love have that. seen that thing, and I was like, "Wow, a Ginger Justin's much more handyman than I thought he was." But this, oh, this is, is so then cool. I saw that it was your house keys. So this will hold like probably four <laughs> keys or something like that on each side. So probably about ten. This is so And you cool. can get little bottle openers for it, little pocket knives that can go in there. So it's uh, very convenient. I want to remind like, you guys that we're going to have the, the full list of everything um, so that you guys can find these as well um, by the end of the day on, on the website. So that's very cool, yeah. Justin. I love that. It's like a dude version of the Pandora bracelet. I kind of want... <laughs> Not really. Yeah, you can't. You can like, add your own crap to it. I kind of want one of those. Okay. 
uh, says something that you may have seen me. How I arrive to work every day. I have the uh, Irby electric folding bike. Yeah. Which is made in Pasadena. He almost hit me one day. Uh, I was getting out of an Uber and he almost hit me getting out of the car. I was like, oh my God, hey, it's Justin. I'm working on my aim. That's what <laughs> uh, But they're great. Like I said, they're they're made in Pasadena. So it's a little more expensive, but mm-hmm. it's not going to catch on fire in three months like something you might find on eBay. But it's electric. Do you like plug it up when you get yeah, home? Yeah, so it's no gas needed. You charge it. It goes about 15, 20 miles an hour. And it lasts about that many miles. Okay. So I charge it like once a week. Oh, nice. I live right down the street. So right, right. it's a great commuting option. It folds up. You can charge your iPhone with it. Um, you can charge your phone on it. Yes. Okay. Wow, Very that's pretty cool. cool. I like that. Okay. I didn't know. I've seen you come in with it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I didn't, and you kind of shove it in the mail room. Just like, where do you put it? You put it in the mail room. Yeah. And, okay. And what is it called again? Irby. Irby. And uh, Sarah, my fiance, she saw when I got one, she liked it so much, she has one now. Really? Oh, you have couples Irby's, yeah. his and Herbie's? It's, it's a tandem, it's actually a tandem Irby. <laughs> it's a tandem Irby. An Irby built Very for two. Very cool, okay. Uh, so the next thing, getting away from the tech a little bit, uh, it's a book, it's a great, like, coffee table type book. Okay. Uh, it's called Marvelocity, the Marvel Comics Art of Alex Ross. Okay. Alex Ross is uh, one of the best comic book artists of all time. It's very photorealistic, okay. which is really cool. So, wow, this is such a nerdy list. I love it. I do too, yeah. I feel like we're learning so much about you. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, Spider-Man, Captain America, mm-hmm. Black Panther, all these people, but it's drawn in like a watercolor photorealistic Oh, he's version. like redone these things. Yes. Oh, it's oh. watercolors. Cool. Very yeah. cool. Okay. All right. And it's by Alex? Alex Ross. Okay. And the name of the book again? Marvelocity. Is That's that very Bob's cool. Bob's brother? <laughs> yes. It may be. I mean, um, they're both artists. So, yeah. Gingy Cohen, we're almost out of time. We might have to cross over to the next break, but give us one more thing that's on your list that you love. Uh, okay. Uh, the next thing is uh, something Emmy would like, the Nintendo Switch Fast Charger, which I got for Sarah. <laughs> She's going, woo! She's woo! woo! I woo! got for Sarah for her Switch, and uh, I liked it so much that I put it in my daily carry. You can fast charge your iPhone to 50% in 30 minutes. Whoa! Oh, so it's just a fast charger that charges anything. Yeah. I'm such a dumbass. I can't believe I don't have a chargey thing at this point. Yeah, in my life. I need like a faster charger. I'm just um, like going old school with like, I don't know, I never have battery. <laughs> Everybody has those fast chargers now. All right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Ginger Justin's gonna finish up his favorite things list, and we've got a whole lot more. Drop the subject coming up after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Apparently, you're back on the radio machine. Yep. Um, we are in the middle of Drop the Subject Presents Our Favorite Things. And um, I just added our favorite new Thanksgiving song to the playlist. So, again, if you go onto our Twitter feed, you can get the link to our playlist for Drop the Subject Presents Thanksgiving Music Matters, too. But we're in the middle of Drop the Subject's Justin... Ginger Justin's favorite things. There's a lot of drop the subject thing over here. Yeah. Um, Wait, and Ginger Justin's giving us his favorite things, and we're in the middle of that list right now. Let's also make sure are all of our favorite things lists available? 
on Twitter? Because I know that I put mine up. I think they're on the on Emmy, the internet machine. They're on the internet machines. Emmy, is yours up? I sent an email with mine, but I don't know. Okay, all I right. We'll, 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 we'll make it. sure. We'll, yeah. yeah, we'll make sure to post that one because there are some great or stocking stuffers. Getting fired. So, I, I guess a Roomba is kind of a big stocking stuffer, but still, it's a nice, it's oh a nice God, recommendation. I totally want the Roomba, and okay. I want this little tile keychain thing that you're talking about. So we've heard a few things from Justin so far: the tile keychain, the your little Uber scooter the thing. He, it's Irby. Irby scooter. He talked about the hue uh, LED light bulbs. What else you got? Okay, so this next one, uh, Beard King Bib. So it's basically a bib that you put on, and it has two suction cups that you put on your mirror. And oh, it, for shaving. Yeah, it, it catches oh, everything. Oh, you said bib, and I was like, if this is for eating, I swear to God, I'm going to no. make sure. I swear, I thought it was an eating thing, yeah, too. I was yeah. like, no, I need actually, you to bring this in immediately. I've actually heard about this. I I don't use one, but I, I get the need for it. Because you don't want all the hair going into the sink and clogging up your sink. My my The sink in my bathroom right now is clogged up, and I'm sure it's from like shaving and all that kind of stuff. So, interesting. So, I like that. You use it? Yeah, I use it. It's uh, very convenient and uh, not expensive, so it's a great little option. Pretty so you cool. put two little suction cups on the mirror and then you the fabric, oh, and then it ties around your neck like a little bib. And it yes. catches all the hair. And then what do you do with the hair? Just throw it away. Yeah, throw it away. Do you just put it in the garbage? Top it in the garbage. Yeah. Or you just flail flush it outside? It. You flush it down the toilet or something, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, interesting. It's a pretty smart idea. I, I, should, I should definitely pick one of those up. <laughs> Jesus. And then your, uh, your November beard is coming in very nice. Isn't it? By the way. Yeah. You like it? I'm very proud huh? of it. Also, it doesn't have to be used just for the face, I'm just saying. Whoa, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a place to tie it around. Where am I supposed to Sounds tie like it? Sounds like a personal problem. I'll yeah. use it, but I, I would have to have one for each leg. So, Gingy Cohen, what else you I'm not done with this for? conversation. Uh, my uh, last two uh, one is uh, HomePod. I know it's oh. not as uh, useful as maybe like the Google or the Alexa. HomePod is from Apple. From though. Apple. But okay. the sound quality. Really good. Really good and works great with the iPhone. So you love the HomePod? I love the HomePod. I've, it's been very controversial because people are saying like it's very expensive, it doesn't do enough, and it's powered by Siri, which, you know, no one loves Siri. But you're saying that as a speaker, it's it really does, great. It <laughs> does everything that I need it to do. Like it can control my lights, I okay. can set timers, things like that. My Alexa uses all my lights. So, okay, I can see that. I All love right. that Siri is public enemy number one in the like... She definitely is. Home assistant yeah. world. I am someone who completely drinks the apple Kool-Aid, but, uh, but Siri is just trash. And then uh, lastly, is more of a personal item, but I have to uh, give a shout out. I know you love shout outs. Yeah. To my autographed Simpsons script from when I went to go watch Aww. a taping of an episode of The Simpsons. Now, how old that were you when amazing. this happened? I was 13. Wait, a taping of The Simpsons? Well, you know, like a voice recording. <laughs> I was like, wait, you were in the live studio audience? Wait, that doesn't work. No, she's just wait, standing over an animator's yeah. shoulder yeah. while they sketch Homer Simpson. <laughs> right, exactly. Again and again and again. again. How old were you, I'm sorry? I was 13, so I was right in that prime oh, wow. Simpsons age. That's awesome. Yes. And is, that- is it like framed somewhere? Uh, yes, I have it framed in my apartment. Really? Yeah. So is that in a fire situation one of the first things you'd grab? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Are you getting Disney Plus so you can watch The Simpsons? Uh, yes, I I have to. Someone told me that I because I my mom wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons when I was a kid, and same. So uh, a really? friend of mine, yeah, absolutely not. Um, but my but my friend was saying that I should start watching around like season three or something like that. That I would start to love it. See, I am excited about Disney Plus because Katie never ha- was able to watch The Simpsons either. My parents, I guess, were horrible. They let me watch we watched it every single weekend week together oh, my and so mom she was never like, watched mm-mm. any of it so I'm excited for her to watch it from the beginning and she will she'll watch the, from the very beginning interesting 
Very cool. Okay, thanks, Ginger Justin. Thank you for your there favorite things. I love this. This is a very good list. Thank you. You guys, both of you, Emmy and Justin, came up with some really good lists of stuff. All right, um, so we'll make you, sure we tweet those out. Yes, if you have um, your list of favorite things that you want to share with us, you can uh, tweet or DM us on Instagram, or you can give us a call, 877-833-77-CALL-Q. Again, that's 833-77-CALL-Q. We'll take a quick break. More Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. We want to update you on um, uh, the school shooting that happened earlier this morning here in Southern California before we um, move on to some of the other stories that we wanted to talk to you today about. Um, if you are not aware, there was a shooting this morning at Saugus High School, about 30 miles north of Los Angeles this morning um, at about 730 in the morning. The shooter is in custody. He's a 16 year old male um, listed as being in grave condition. Um, there were conflicting reports earlier about the shooter's uh, status. I will tell you that in the last seven minutes, we've received an update from CNN saying a second shooting victim has died. So they say um, the victim was described as a 14-year-old boy. Um, the second victim of the shooting at Saugus High School died within the last, uh, probably within the last half hour here or maybe less. Um, we know that uh, the victims that were um, taken to the hospital, there were a total of six victims now um, that were taken to local hospitals following the shooting. Um, among the victims was a suspect who was seen on video shooting five people and then shooting himself in the head. So that is the kind of the update because we've been, it's been unclear. We knew that oh, he was so injured. he shot himself in the he head? shot himself in, in the head. Yep. And survived. Correct. So he's uh, in grave condition in the hospital, which obviously is not great. Um, and it so, seems like they're, they're not going to release anybody's names right now because they're all yeah, minors. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll keep you posted about more information and updates as they continue to come in. Um, taking a bit of a turn, all week long, we've started off with our 12 days of Thanksgiving because we feel like, hey, Thanksgiving music really is important as well. Mm -hmm. We've started a playlist that's on Apple Music and uh, you can go follow it. I've tweeted out the link and I'll tweet it out again in a little bit. But we have a playlist that's building for your Thanksgiving Day, um, your Thanksgiving Day party. You're going to need great music. Allie, on Tuesday this week, we had what was probably my favorite Thanksgiving song that we've done so far, which was Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie. Yes, Apple Peaches Pumpkin Such a good song. This is one of the many songs that we've shared with you. Of course, the other one was, uh, what was yesterday's again? It was... Uh, yesterday's was It's it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving by... By Nicole Westbrook. By, by Nicole Someone. Westbrook. Yep. It, was very, it was the same producers who did Rebecca Black's It's Friday. So you can just imagine if you missed it, definitely catch up on the podcast or you can check out the play list because we have the playlist available to you. It is being updated on Apple Music as we add songs to it. But I also wanted to share a little trivia about this song, Apple Peaches Pumpkin Pie. Ken, uh, one of our uh, listeners on Twitter, has direct messaged me some information about the song saying that Apple's Peaches Pumpkin Pie reached as high as number six on the Billboard charts on September 23rd of 1967. What? And That's awesome. And spent 17 weeks on those what? charts. Said, I remember listening to the song on the radio back then. I liked it then, and I still like. Although, at the time, I didn't recognize it as a Thanksgiving song. So, this was a very popular song back in Here, 1967. Ginger Justin's got it playing for us in the background. It's so good. I love this song. It's by Jay and the Techniques. It's on our Drop the Subject Presents Thanksgiving Music Matters 2 uh, playlist on Apple Music right now. So, you can go follow that. But we've got a new song well, for yeah, the day. We decided to take it to take a bit of a genre shift. Okay. Because there are Thanksgiving songs across all music genres. Mm -hmm. And so, we're going a little bit country. 
country this time around. Okay. This is a guy named Graham Parker, and this is a song I found on on uh, on, on YouTube. It it was uploaded in 2012. I don't know how old the actual song is, but this is a song called "Almost Thanksgiving Day" by Graham Parker. Necessarily one that I'm thankful we've remembered this Thanksgiving, but <laughs> I will say that I I'm not like a huge country music fan, but I do have like a number of country songs that I really enjoy. But something that I appreciate about country music is that it's always so earnest, and there's always a story being told. Well, there's always the same story being being told. Well, there's like maybe a handful of stories at best. Okay, there's okay. Story number one involves a truck. Yes, it involves a truck, an open beer. And uh, remembering home and smelling like wheat or corn or some kind of thing from wheat? your old town. Yeah. Okay. Like the smell of that buckwheat um, in my car when I'm driving on the... The other one is um, is a song that's about your dad teaching you a lesson. That's Beyonce's Daddy Lessons. Um, she has she has a country song. It's Daddy Lessons. Oh, okay. So that's she one of the four it. stories. She, <laughs> that's one of the four stories that gets told. She performed it at the CMA Awards no, with I the Dixie think, Chicks. I do think parent teaching them something is uh, or daddy te- like singing about his daughter. Yeah. Oh and then yeah, they always that's a in good the music one. video have it where he's like in a cowboy hat and she's like dancing on his toes. Yeah. And, and for her wedding or something like that, then yeah. he's there and it's always a good moment. And then yeah. there's another one of the girl left me and I'm a lonely cowboy. Oh yeah, that's definitely one. And Oftentimes the that one's one is mixing Thanksgiving. With, that also, the third one there always mixes with the truck. Like yes. she took my truck and do, I'm gone. I'm yeah. by myself. They do interweave with each other on yeah. occasion. The Venn diagram of the four <laughs> cowboy stories. Oh, there's a Venn diagram now. There is. Well, this is uh, it's th- it's it's called Almost Thanksgiving Day by Graham Parker. It's just been added to the Drop the Subject Presents Thanksgiving Music Matters Two yeah. playlist. Um, it's on our Twitter feed. You can go and subscribe to the playlist and have music for Thanksgiving Day because usually you don't. Yeah, and this is going to be one where it plays for about a minute and then someone goes, what's this song? <laughs> With the fake smile? Yeah. Wait, what? What is so this? What is, what is this, honey? Um, no, seriously, what, what is this? What are we listening to? <laughs> <laughs> this is a what are we listening to I don't. To they song. can't hear the look on your face, but it's definitely that fake smile of like, can we turn this off? Can we? Can we tr- Alexa, Alexa, skip. Alexa, skip. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We, uh, we've we got a story that I bet you probably don't know about, but it's probably going to start affecting you in the next year. And it involves... Hold on. I know Halloween's over, but this is a tough thing. You may or may not have to go to the DMV! Oh. Oh. Millennial nightmare, for sure. Really a, a human nightmare. How... When was the last time you even went to the DMV? You only go when you absolutely have to. Was, and with this thing that you're about to talk about, you absolutely have to go in. This was maybe three years ago when I went to the DMV last? Yeah, it's been a minute. 
Yeah, and yeah. you're still, how many years of therapy have you, three years of therapy Listen, to undo that? And I haven't even gotten halfway through it. So, um, well, <laughs> this story comes the from the Los was, Angeles Times. Was 15 minutes. They say four of the country's largest airlines have begun to accept reservations to fly on or after October 1st, 2020. But those carriers offer little, if any, warning on their booking sites about the new security documents that will be required to board a plane after that date. What you may not know is, under federal law, a traditional state-issued driver's license or identification card won't be accepted to board a plane. Starting October 1st of next year, passengers can only fly with an enhanced identification card or driver's license known as a real ID or a federally approved form of identification or a passport from the military ID. Wow, so we've had fake IDs this whole time? Well, apparently. That's um, awesome. It feels so awesome. It's uh, crazy because I don't think most people know this is happening. I, I would say... I would say the majority of people do not know that this no. is going to be happening, and the airlines are not doing anything to let people know about it. Nope. And even if you are let be letting people know about it, even if KNX, even if any news outlet is trying to let everybody know. October 1st, there are going to be swarms of people who have no clue. Nobody is going to be... I would love to just... I know that I don't usually want to go to the airport, but just going to the airport to see... Them turning away literally everybody from their Listen, flights. Well, in the fl- in the article, they the say it, they put TSA. it very well. They say, imagine a novice traveler, a grandma who only travels once or twice yep. a year. Um, she can't come home to her family. It's going to be a really significant problem. They say the nation's largest industry has been enjoying robust growth over the last six years, with domestic travelers spending nine hundred and thirty-three billion dollars in two thousand eighteen, up nearly six percent over the year Ugh. before. But Wait, the travel that's... industry leaders worry that a security measure that blocks nearly four out of 10 U.S. adults from boarding commercial flights could derail that growth. That's going to be a big problem for the industry. that many billions of dollars and they don't even give me? A, a bag of peanuts? A ba- a, I would like a damn bag of peanuts now. Well, JetBlue does give you free chips. Okay, well, JetBlue, so. you're the exception. But back in the day, they had free meals. They did. They had actual free meals, and it was free to check your bags. Now they're charging for all that crap, and they're making $933 billion. Well, here's I have something for you, airlines, because guess what? You know what is a direct competitor to you right now? Millennial guilt. And that could be sending the the airline industries into a sales slump because everyone is feeling guilty now about taking flights oh, because like, of being envi- environmentally <laughs> conscious. Hold on. I'm almost there. What is she talking about? Flight shaming is a thing. And Greta Thunberg, because when she made her big voyage across to make her um, she she traveled on like an eco-friendly mm-hmm. boat or something in order to get to where she had to make her speech and she I believe did start speaking about how taking flights is bad for the environment it emits a lot of bad chemicals into the into the planet mm-hmm. so now I'm reading this article right now Jared it says airline face airlines face a new threat the climate conscious train traveler people are feeling guilty now about taking planes so they're going to start taking uh, uh, trains now they're going old school we're going back in time when it comes to travel yeah I'm not doing that I love the environment I am like a climate change person like all that stuff I'm not taking a train to New York <laughs> Oh, no, not not to New York. Hail to the no. The last time I took a train was one of the most memorable experiences, and I'm not saying that in a good way at all. Uh, I had a, a 
crazy person who was talking to himself write me a love note oh god and send it to me also I was traveling in a blizzard and an hour into the 29 hour train ride all of the pipes froze and only one bathroom worked yeah what could go wrong there a lot a lot went wrong all of it it was awful yeah so I will be flying the friendly skies even if they're bad for the sky itself absolutely drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the Subject, the new Channel Q. All right, moving right along here on Drop the Subject with Allie and Jarrett. And uh, we're talking to Nurse Alice again, which I'm excited about. She's uh, somebody who's very knowledgeable. She always gives us everything we need to know about our health and about how many times a day we should be washing our hands. It's always more than the amount of times I'm actually washing my hands. (laughs) Um, But that could be why I'm sick. (laughs) We talked last week to her about being sick and about if you could pass the same cold virus back and forth between one another. Fascinating chat. And now Nurse Alice is on the phone again. Nurse Alice, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. Great. Good. We wanted to talk to you about, uh, there's a very interesting lawsuit going on right now about who owns HIV prevention drugs. This also gets into a conversation about generic versus brand medication. So will you kind of break down what? Well, specifically, it's about Truvada, which is used as PrEP for a lot of people. Um, PrEP is the the drug that you use to prevent you from getting HIV um, if you're having sex. and It has like a 99% effective rate. Um, so, so there's a lawsuit going on about specifically, specifically about, about that. With, yeah. uh, with Gilead. So you want to tell us, Nurse Alice, exactly what the hell's going on with this lawsuit and, and why this is so rare? Right. So we know that HIV and AIDS has been around for a while. We've been struggling with this, trying to find a cure. We know it's a major epidemic. It's causing a lot of bad outcomes that we don't want to happen. And the government's been fast at work. Our scientists, you know, the National Institute of Health, the CDC, all in the lab, scientists working on trying to find a cure, how can we prevent this, and all these type of things. Well, enters Big Pharma and Gilad, and, you know, they've been working with our scientists and at the NIH and CDC, and, you know, fortunately and thankfully, they've been able to come up with medications, PrEP medications, such as Truvada. Now, this medication, which, by the way, you can get in Africa for like $60 a year, um, has risen to prices of up to $20,000 a year to get a prescription and to pay for this drug. Oh, my God. Now, there's lots of money in this, right? But the thing is, when it's in the hands of the pharmaceutical companies, prices go up and it's unaccessible to people who really need it. And the government's saying like, hey, 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 you didn't create this all on your own. This is on the backs of our scientists while we're trying to really, hmm. you know, fix this epidemic. And the government wants in because, and it's not for, just for money's sake, but it's to make sure that the drug is accessible and affordable to people who need it because they want to end this HIV and AIDS epidemic. Wow. Really so, so the government is now getting involved in saying it's up to us to determine the price? That's partially the conversation because a lot of money goes into this research on millions and billions of dollars. So part of that is the government would like to recoup some of its monies for the uh, science and that it's paid for. Uh, so that's one piece, but it does. It does want to make it accessible. And although, uh, you know how you want to feel about Trump? Uh, he does have plans and, and goals of ending the AIDS epidemic. 
um, in the next 20 years. So I was gonna say, this I, would definitely be a move to do that. I remember seeing this headline in the last few days and thought like, oh, this is one of the things that is not so bad coming out of the Trump administration. Yeah, um, it's hard to find them. Exactly. You <laughs> right. have to, you, they definitely, uh, they all come with like a glow. You'd notice them right away. Um, but, I know. So essentially what you're saying is, if I'm, if I'm correct, and please correct me if I'm wrong, the governmental scientists also were a part of creating this drug, but then Gilead took that patent, took the, the technology or the science or whatever, uh, and put it into Truvada, and, but they, Gilead is reaping all the benefits, and the government is saying, like, you can't just take this because we, we helped develop it? Pretty much. Exactly, because okay. our, you know the, the CDC and NIH scientists were discovering, you know, how does the HIV virus work in the body? What's going on? What does it do? And then the pharmaceutical company was able to come in and with its medications work in collaboration with our scientists and come up with something that actually works. So right now they're the only ones that are benefiting from this. They've they've jacked prices up so much. Before the drug was FDA approved for PrEP, it was about $10,000 a year. Now it's up to $20,000 a year. And Go now, figure. And, and so this is all really about the patent and who should control the patent. And being able to control the patent controls the price. Is that right? Absolutely. Bingo. So so then, Nurse Alice, don't some, some people, they decide to make generic versions of these name brand medications in order to make them more accessible. Is that something that happens with this medication in particular? And then answering the age-old question... Is generic and name brand, are they just as good as one another? Right. So a patent lasts for about 20 years. Uh, and part of that is to allow whoever create, who created it to reap the, um, reap the money back from all of the science, information, marketing, and stuff that they had to put in it. So it's for 20 years, and no one's allowed to create a generic. Well, there's a generic that's going to be available uh, in 2020 um, from a company called Teva, and that's the only generic medication uh, similar to Travada that's going to be available. Will that bring down the prices? Maybe a little bit, but it's not enough. We need more players in that game. But the truth is, generics work. Generics work, guys. Interesting. I okay. you know. And, and, Don't be and, bougie. And we've. <laughs> and it's we've, true. Katie we was just like, you. why did you get that, the store brand? And well, I'm like, it's just as good, I swear. And, and we know that the generic version of Truvada is, is as effective as Truvada. Uh, yeah, so, they, yes, they've been doing science and research, and, and there's going to be a little bit of a different uh, ingredient list, very ever so slightly, but the, the components that actually do most of the work are going to be similar. The active so ingredients, yeah. It works. Yeah, okay. the active ingredients. So it works. Um, and so with Truvada, and I'll just say this with other generic medications. 99% of the time, generics are just as good as the brand names. The brand names just to get just get treated special because they're the first kids on the block. Gotcha. So, they're first to market. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right, it's like you. getting that the bottom shelf cereal. Yeah, yeah. not exactly. No, it does. It does um, the same stuff. Our thanks to Nurse Alice for joining us. You can find her on Twitter and the Instagram at Ask Nurse Alice. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you uh, coming in and explaining this because I saw this headline and I was not exactly sure what was going on there. Yes. We'll t- um, happy, happy to always be with you guys. Of course. We'll talk to you again next week. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Gay Gay Cray Cray. We've got another News It or Lose It. So much more coming up. Don't go anywhere. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Well, it's almost 1 p.m. Pacific, which means it's chilly eating time for Jarrett. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. Sure. You're, this is when you eat your lunch. I, I normally don't eat my lunch during the show. 
I usually eat breakfast during the show and then lunch after the show. Okay. Well, I'm just, you have a good chili recipe. It smells good. Well, it's pretty good. I'm not trying to insult you. No, it's fine. You seem upset. I'm fine. The fact that I brought that up. No, I, I had a, I wanted to bring something up that's actually embarrassing for me. Oh, uh, I'm going to eat chili then. Yeah. Continue. You eat your chili. <laughs> Sit back. Relax. I want to tell you a little story. Uh-oh. A long time ago, I uh, well, when I was on the airwaves up in San Francisco, I brought the story of um, this doesn't bother me. Wait, it's so hard to <laughs> chew chili. Justin turned your mic on. <laughs> it's so hard to chew chili with your mouth open. <laughs> it's so hard to chew chili in general. It's exactly. just something that just kind of slides right. through. So Sorry, go ahead. I brought up a story about how Katie and I one time shared a toothbrush. Oh God! I got a lot of backlash for it. I feel like you told me this story. I think. It, we were traveling. One person brought a toothbrush. The other person didn't. We just decided, hey, you know what? Why don't we just share toothbrushes? We make out with each other all the time. Why does it matter? So that was my argument. People thought I was the most disgusting person ever. I follow yeah. it up with this. Last night, Katie and I went to our goddess moon circle because it's, you know. Full, oh, full my moon. God. I know. I, uh, that's it. I outgrossed myself. No, I... Had a tissue with me. I was driving, or uh, Katie was driving. I was in the passenger seat. I've been sick, so I was sniffly. And I had just just ever so slightly wiped a, a bit of a watery nose situation mm-hmm. with a Kleenex. Mm-hmm. And then put said Kleenex in my sweatshirt. Okay. We walked into Moon Circle, sat in our little Moon Circle group. Moon Circle commenced. Then, oh as the as the the head goddess is speaking about the Taurus moon, the head goddess. <laughs> I don't. I just made that up. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, you're, you're going like, to be drinking Kate, Kool-Aid. Definitely any day a now. cult. She was talking, and Katie was sniffling, and it was distracting. Oh, girl, you are not about to say what the hell I think you're about to say. I will walk out <laughs> of the studio said, right now. She said, "My nose is. I wish I had a Kleenex. My nose is really." Running. So you passed her your cold? And I said, no, I said, I have this Kleenex. I've barely used it. Oh, hell no. Do you want to use it? <laughs> and she people. said no at first, but then she didn't want to distract from the what was going on in the circle. So she took my Kleenex and did, and did a little wipey. Your people. This is you and your people all day. So you think it would only be a white lady who would do this? Absolutely. I would you find me a black woman who would share a, 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 a Kleenex? Piece of, a, a piece of dirty tissue? Black people do not even like t- touching other people's tissue, let alone using it? Okay, this was a, mar- a married couple. I don't care. <laughs> my mom would not use my tissue and I am her child. <laughs> Are you kidding? Hey. My mom doesn't want to pick up my napkin off the table after I ate. Jared, I, it's not like I had sneezed it to Allie, it. It's I don't like care. It's not like I blew my nose. Black people don't even like to use a piece of tissue that did not come freshly out of the package. Okay? <laughs> like, it was folded up in your pocket. I don't know where that's been. She didn't use the corner that I had used. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, in that case, it's totally fine. Yeah. You're gross. She did say, I think I feel that it's stuff. Okay, right. moving on. So um, we were going to take a quick... Oh, God. I'm about to... Oh. Do you need a Kleenex? Mm-mm. No. Here. I'm Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. 
Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I'm Jarrett. That's Allie. And it is now time for our second News It or Lose It. Allie. Yep. I've got the headlines. You get the votes. And the people are about to get five stories because let me tell you. Whoa. I don't know if that's true. Okay. Treasure hunters salvage liquor from a 102-year-old World War II shipwreck, but they haven't <gasps> tasted a drop yet. Oh, I want it. Right? Put it on eBay. I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Old treasure ship shots? I know, guys? right? Anyone? Anyone? They probably would get you slammed. Yeah. With no effort. And there'd be like random algae in there, too. Still with me? No? Okay. Uh, you probably put that in the tissue and then hand it to Kate. Never mind. Okay. Do you want a tissue? A UK store is limiting Santa's grotto access only to the wealthy. And it is a S show. What? All right. Sure. Um, Okay. (laughs) 15 texts that are so much sexier than a D-pick. Wow. I would like actually some sexting advice because I really suck at it. I never do it. Katie's going to be so grateful. Um, Okay. Or she's going to cry. Or she's going to hate it, right? Um, Experimental Qantas ultra-long-haul London to Sydney flight takes off. I don't know what any of those words mean, and I'm going to lose it. (laughs) Oh. It's actually technically one of the longest flights in history right now. 19 hours. Oh, I thought it was one of the sexts. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Google wants to be your bank, and it will soon be offering checking accounts. Oh, stop it, Google. You're taking over the world. Ah, there we go. We've got four stories coming up. News or lose continues right after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Are the mics coming on yet, Justin? I think the mics are coming on the second hour. Oh, okay. Testing. (laughs) Welcome back. We are uh, just starting out News It or Lose It. And um, this first story is a wild one. Treasure hunters salvage liquor from a 102-year-old World War I shipwreck but haven't tasted a drop. This Mm. comes from CNN Travel. They say divers and unmanned water vehicles from Ocean X Team and iExplorer worked around the clock for a week last month to haul up a case after a case of booze from a Swedish steamer SS, I think it's Kiros, Kairos, um, which has been sitting in about 250 feet of water in the Baltic Sea. They recovered 600 <gasps> bottles of De Hartman and Co. Cognac and 300 Cognac. bottles 300 bottles of Benedictine liquor, liquor a uh, brand now owned by Bacardi and um, they've brought all this up to the surface and like no one's opened it yet. They're not sure what they're going to do with it, I guess. Okay. Have everyone sign a disclaimer and just start selling it. Well, <laughs> that's just just start selling it. We'll buy it. I the, will buy it. One of the researchers said, "We don't know yet if it is drinkable. We get a fraction of um, the smell from the Benedictine bottles, and it smells sweet, and like you can smell the herbs as well." He says, "We can't get any sense of uh, smell from the cognac bottles, but that might just be uh, in order since." Uh, it, we should not be able to smell it through the cork. He says they're researching the cognac and uh, talking with Bacardi to try to determine the value of the haul because 
this is gonna talk about some aged you know what I mean, I mean like aged alcohol aged you know how they always say aged in oak barrels blah blah blah, blah. yeah exactly aged inside of a, a World War One ship world, underwater yes. like that's crazy and so that'll just be you know it's like what they say the more the, you drink the more you develop your palate right so as soon as you have a taste of this this sunken ship cognac imagine the how high the bar will be set from now on you're gonna be like oh gosh this isn't even from a sunken ship they say the cognac is from a very unknown brand and they don't even know how that will affect the value they say we certainly don't want to open a bottle if the value is tens of thousands of dollars we're trying to find out info but it's not easy they don't know how many bottles still have their seals intact but some have uh, had their corks pushed down into the bottles um, these bottles have had their corks still in place and should be good since they're still air between the level of content and the cork. That is kind of amazing. I Can you imagine serving that at a party? Yes. Like, yes, I can. That's what I want. A 102-year-old con- cognac. I mean, I wonder... It's like what they do when they put a bunch of liquor up in space. They think it's going to taste better and then it tastes like crap. Yeah, but I, exactly. I don't think that'll be the case here. If it's been aging for that long... I wonder... Seemingly I think, being underwater won't affect it because it's in yeah, the glass. Yeah, I don't think it would affect it. I think I'm, that I'm just it wondering how the cork, the cork soaking underwater all that time. I wonder if it becomes like porous or something. Yeah, but that's what's so great about a cork is that I don't think it does that. I guess that is kind of the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. And you know what they make now is those little, uh, those little needle things. Yeah, that, that you can, can go stick the in cork. there. Yeah, and you can go through the cork and you can sample the bottle without having to open it. So they just have to do that thing, or they just do rat testing. Okay. <laughs> I would be a happy rat. Always good with a twist there at the end that I didn't see coming. All right. Uh, the UK department store is limiting, a, a UK department store is limiting access to Christmas Grotto to the wealthy. So apparently there's this store. Um, they call it uh, Harrods. Um, we don't have oh, it here. Oh, yeah. Harrods is, yeah. That's so a huge department. It's like their uh, Bloomingdale's. Yeah. Um, they're catching heat for limiting access to the Christmas Grotto to big spenders for the second year in a row. They say the store is owned by a Qatari family, uh, the Qatari royal family, excuse me, they offered 4,400 slots to see Santa in his Swarovski crystal-encrusted chamber from November 15th chamber? to December 24th. He's in like a Pope Mobiles type thing? Uh, I mean, it's... What the hell's going on? They are saying that uh, only 4,240 people um, are going to be able to get a 10-minute visit um, for up to eight people at a time, and they're only opening it to those that are high-level Herod's reward card members. <laughs> Cardholders have to spend between 2000 and 5,000 pounds um, at the store during the year. And they also have to pay tw- 20 pr- British pounds um, per child visiting the grotto. The store introduced these restrictions last year. Previously, anyone could apply to visit Santa. And now they're like, only for the rich people. All right. New person I feel the worst for, that Santa Claus. Oh, my God. Those are the top 1% of the 1% worst oh, children the most in the whole world. The most entitled parents. Like, those moms. That's that's very that, oh, it's just Trapped the dogs. in glass. It's that girl. Oh, with these children for ten minutes. Imagine how long. I mean, if you got in line to see Santa Claus, that's like a thirty-second to one-minute experience. On top of that, you got forty. You have forty-two hundred appointments. And you have are covered in crystals. Yeah, no, this sounds awful. Um, <laughs> Let's save the Santa. Well, I, SOS. Some people were really upset about this thing. Herod's is behaving like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Uh, mm. That <laughs> other happiness. Tweets, other tweets. People say they have lost the true meaning of Christmas and given into the commercialization of the season. Visiting Father Christmas shouldn't be reserved for those who, are, who that are fortunate enough to frequent the store and spend thousands of pounds. I think that's crazy. Yeah, that is I ridiculous. would. I would definitely agree with you. If you are that Santa Claus. 
Plus, please call us now so we can give you some help. Oh, because you are going to definitely need some help. Yep. More news or to lose it coming up. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I am uh, I'm also looking at my gay gay cray cray for a little bit later. I think I'm going to get you on this one. Is it a do's? Can't wait. It's a do's. Um, but our next story in News or to Lose It, I feel like for a lesbian, you talk about D-picks more than about anyone that I know. Well, just because they interest me. I, I'm interested in why... But you're not interested in D. No. I'm interested in D-picks. Why? Because I find it fascinating that one person says, hey, the other person says, hey, and the other person says, D-pick. Fair enough. <laughs> it just I just think it's funny why people decide to send, because especially because women wouldn't really do that. I, I mean, yes, I guess. There's... Like if I did that to someone, they would be like, "What, what in are the you doing? what?" Maybe you sh- maybe lesbians like should on start a pillow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think there you go. I, I think lesbians should start doing you, that. Are you dumping that? I did. I hate you. What did you what think she said? Is the matter something you said? What did you think he said? What did you, you said. What did you think? Gender Get on the microphone. You for have those to of you that are wondering yourself. what just you happened, said should. Oh. What you think I said? She, the, he thought you said the S word. Oh, come Which, on. Which, to be fair, you almost said on the air earlier, okay. like 20 minutes ago. You know what? Ginger Justin dumps to be first fair, and asks I have never later. cursed on the air, but twice. And so this is listen. just a late addition to what my favorite things from earlier. Was dump the dump button. button. Yeah. The dump is button is one no. of your favorite things. It all comes full circle. Well. Fine. Okay. So, what this, were we even art- talking about before <laughs> we were rudely interrupted by a dump button? It's 15 things that are so much sexier than Allie's deep, favorite D pick. A D pick. So, they talk about um, the ways that you can engage your partner in ways that are sexier than sending off, you know, a photo of the junk. They say, talk about the effect your partner has on you. You could maybe text, I was just dreaming about you and now my pants are much tighter. Dreaming about you, yeah. Like in the morning, you wake up and send a text. Oh, you wake up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, see. Hello. I don't. Well, I'm midday. That they say, make sense. They say you can describe a hot moment that you shared. Remember that trip we took to Mexico, and all we did out on the balcony of that one hotel. I can't stop thinking Boys, about it. Puke over it because I got food poisoning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That'd be my um, story. They say, I've been thinking about last Wednesday night all day long today. <laughs> I'd be like, what happened last Wednesday? <laughs> That's such a bad memory. You'd be like, you mean the spaghetti? You like, mean, what are you talking yeah, about? Um, they say you can bring up a sexy memory and dive deeper. I can't stop thinking about the time when we were at the beach under the blanket. You slowly started to undress me and oh touch me all over. Oh my goodness. Wow. This person can't forget about anything. Listen, this is this is better than a D. I would rather that than a, than a D pick. I can't stop thinking about Unless all these things. Really what are they good. getting done? Um, they say give a command. Maybe... Wear a skirt or uh, wear a skirt <laughs> or tell me what you think about when you touch yourself. Can we say that? Justin? Uh, no, oh, don't no! you. You are a Justin. You are unbelievable. Oh, the word yourself is too much. Real, I mean, no, I. This do, is, you, do you think that I'm a moron? Do you think that I know that we can't? Do can, you want me to answer that? Do you want that? him to answer that? Okay. <laughs> I know what you can and cannot say on the, on the airwaves of this radio okay, station. But based on the fact that he even questioned it, 
Fair enough. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, I'm going to do say one more. Th- say these things with confidence, Jared. You don't <laughs> want to trigger happy Say it with my here. chest out. They can say you can tell your partner what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Is that one okay? Are you sure, Justin? Are you sure? They can say, you say number seven? The text could read something like, I can't stop thinking about your hands, <laughs> about the way my body feels when they're on me, about the things they do to me, about... The, how electric my skin feels Wait, are you when they glide to... across it. Oh Tonight, God. I'm in your hands. Oh, Lord. Completely. <laughs> this is so long. It was a very lengthy text. It'd be like, oh, God, I'm at work. What and is all it? you can see is oh. those text bubbles like forever, <laughs> exactly, and you're yeah. like, what are they doing? So this this article just says like there are various ways that you can you know make things a little sexier between you and your partner without sending a picture of something that... They you, may or may not want yeah, to. Yeah, you know some uncreative idiot is going to copy and paste that entire text message. Absolutely. And just send it to somebody. And then I'm, when that doesn't work, they'll be like, do you pick? I may or may not have already done that. <laughs> Moving on. All right, so Google plans to offer checking accounts to customers starting next year. A source familiar with Google's plans told CNN Business that they're partnering with Citigroup and a credit union at Stanford University for this initiative. Um, They're saying, we're exploring how we can partner with banks and credit unions in the U.S. to offer smart checking accounts through Google Play, helping their customers to benefit from useful insights and budgeting tools while keeping their money in an FDIC or NCUA. Uh, insured account. That's interesting to me. I remember, you, you might remember, Apple just announced uh, yeah, their card. Apple card that people have been using. Um, I guess people have been pretty happy with that. And Google uh, Google and Apple are always kind of going back and forth with each other when it comes to the technology. So it seems like Google's jumping into the money business. Well, you know, with every big tech company, there's always at least one little thing that has failed. With Apple, it was that pencil. Nobody... The, pe- the pencil hasn't really failed. You stop it right now. You, you're, are you like about to back the Apple Pencil? I mean, I'm not backing it, but I thought people liked it. No! Oh. Everyone was like making fun and ripping it to shreds oh, on Twitter when it first when it came, came out. They were yeah. like, and now this Apple Pencil. And everyone was like, what the, why would I pay $50 for a pencil? Anyway, the, I, make, I say this to make the point that Google Play is the Apple Pencil of the Google world. Google Play is really not... No, but Google Play is what they call all of their stuff that you can buy in their market. So every, their app store is called Play. Like That's where they get all their stuff. Mind you, people oh, aren't using Google... can you watch things on Google Play? I think like, so. Don't no they have that. like a show? I don't think anyone's using like Google Music or anything. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more of these text messages as we go. <clears throat> I'm ready. I can't wait to come home and explore your curves. <laughs> Just thinking about your body turns me on. Oh. I don't know why I'm using my lifetime uh, movie trailer voice. There's <laughs> <laughs> my time. I can't stop thinking about how I want to worship mm. every inch of your body okay, the next time worship. I see you. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to Drop the Subject. Welcome back. We are uh, we're getting ready for Gay Gay Cray Cray. Yeah. Um, before we do that, though, Terry, I love you. Um. <laughs> I love that we both lower our voices. Even if you're a oh, man, to be you this still lesbian character. lower your voice to be the lesbian. For those of you that don't know what we're doing, our character, Jean, who loves Terry, she's born out of Gay Gay Cray Cray and... You had a super the, lesbian story. Well, yeah, there was a story about this. Uh, we were about to get into gay, gay, cray, cray, but one of the last stories that I brought to the table was a couple that got married at a protest rally. Which, I mean, how lesbian can you be? Yeah, and they were definitely wearing like khaki shorts. And Allie's impression of her was 
Yeah. Terry, I love you. In front of all of these strong women, I would like to <laughs> declare my love for you, Terry. Because I love you. Because you complete my life and the fact that fur is murder is something that we can all agree on. <laughs> you and our dogs have really just changed my life. Um, uh, before we get into this, right? um, Chris Contreras tweeted, props to Jared Hill for even staying in the same room with your Allie Johnson after that tissue story. Okay. Because you're gross. You know what? Okay. I was being resourceful. <clears throat> you were being disgusting. Sorry. So, Gay Gay Cray Cray starts right now. Crazy! That's right. I found the story of a couple. Um, what I love about this story, actually, is the story is being told by someone who's been observing these people on Instagram and is trying to figure out what their deal is. Oh. I've changed the pronouns, I think, effectively, hopefully. Um, I'm going to say that their names are Alex and Alex because those are pretty gender neutral names. Damn you. There you go. Okay. The writer says, a few weeks ago, our social media editor sent me a link to an Instagram profile saying, I'm obsessed with this couple. She wrote in all caps. I think they live in Paris. Maybe in Spain. I can't tell. The account was only three months old and it had a one word bio and it was their hybrid name. So we'll call it Alex Lex. It would just be Alex. <laughs> no, it could just be Alex. Sure. Spelled out in a cool graph gothic script. Oh, okay. Gothic script. There you go. write that down because that's important information. It featured candid style photos of an attractive couple wearing impeccably coordinated outfits and eating fast food that matched their clothing. In one photo, they're walking whoa, through- Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Fast food yeah. matched the clothing. That screams hetero to me. Okay. But then the gothic aspect could be queer. Move on. Okay. In one, they're walking through a parking lot in head-to-toe mauve. You know, mauve. You're a lesbian. Do you know what that color is? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the only color that I don't look fat in. I'm they're, <laughs> they're walking through a parking lot in head-to-toe mauve, looking sleepy or possibly hungover. One is stuffing their face. I, did, I missed this pronoun. One is stuffing their face with a pink frosted donut that's the same color as the the other person's uh, outfit um, that they're and they're smoking a cigarette. They look at once tacky and glamorous, posed and awkward, solemn and ridiculous. I loved it. And solemn so, and ridiculous. Solemn and ridiculous. Wait, and, smoking a cig. There's so much information here. Okay, I know. smoking a cigarette, eating a donut that is the same color, color as, as the, the outfit, outfit, and they're dressed in head to toe mauve, so they're eating a mauve donut. It's like a pink donut. It matches their outfit, right? She says, "I loved it." And so did their 26,000 followers who, like me, couldn't figure out who they were. Someone in a comment said, are you two actors or models? What do you do to be so perfect? Perfect. Another one says, who takes these photos and who are you people? Yeah, who's taking the photos? There you go. The couple replied coyly with simply, thank you, and heart emojis. On social media, um, one of them says, on social media, it doesn't matter who you really are. People comment on our profile, who are you? But actually, I think they don't want to know. They prefer the idea that you are someone. It's awesome. And this just gives us many possibilities. The couple came up with the idea for the account last summer. Our concept is to show the three top things that people like to show on social media. Love, fashion, and food. So all they did was combine those three things and they're an Boom. instant... Instantly, instant celebrities. When the writer of this asked if the idea was a, to parody an aspirational lifestyle, they nodded vigorously. In Italian, it's asper. I'm not going to mess up that word. <laughs> it's Asperger's. That's what it is. It's Asperger's. You would Spanish. like to live this way. On Instagram, they look rich. 
Well-dressed, like in-love celebrities captured in the midst of their day-to-day lives. And they live in France or Spain or something. In reality, they're regular students. And $20 pants from ASOS painstakingly composing each outfit and photo. Huh. Okay. So, they're actually college students, which means that they're doing something to make a statement, which means that maybe they are just hetero people that are trying to do something funny on the internet. But then if they've got that gothic thing, that's what's kind of throwing me off. And how much of this is legit versus only being created for Instagram purposes? I will tell you, both. the article says both are astonished by their newfound influencer status. They say, we started it as sort of a joke, but now it's getting serious. As for what's next, they express their interest in figuring out how to make this project their full-time job. Mm. The irony is, of course, that they might turn into authentic versions of what they originally meant to parody. When we come back, Allie, you've got to figure out, are they just gay-gay yeah. or cray-cray? I've got a lot to think about. Or they could be robots. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. We are in the middle of Gay Gay Cray Cray before we get to the happy ending. Allie, I gave you the story of an Instagram couple that people are just like falling in love with. Yeah, and I, you know what? I've never wanted to cheat and Google the answer. I kind of figured you probably would want to do that. I, yeah, because I just want to get a visual of what oh, these people look like, yeah. but I but that would give it away, obviously. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I just picture, I'm 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 I've thought about this a while, and I think I'm going to go hetero. I think I'm going to go cray cray because okay. I just think that gay gays there would be some kind of a gay cool like they're they would make their Instagram profile more about being gay as opposed to just being about food and colors. You don't think we're past that yet. Interesting. No, I think that we use everything we need, everything we can. Everything you got. I mean, the the straights, they're the ones who have to be like, I don't know, I guess I'll just wear something that matches my food. (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I will tell you... um, you got to get a gimmick. That, okay. Well, I will tell you uh, that this couple is on Instagram. Their Instagram uh, uh, handle is oh so, something I can't even say. It's Zoom the S word. Um, <laughs> don't know what that means. But you okay with that one, Ginger Justin? Apparently, S word. You know he loves a he loves a dump button. Okay. Their hybrid name is Samsara. <laughs> Does that help you? That is like some weird knockoff. It's like a Kirkland signature version of Game of Thrones characters. Actually, it's pretty what perfect. What do you think, Samsara? Because their names are Sam and Sarah. They're straight. Yeah, that's right. What do I get? Do I win anything? You don't. I feel like we should start raising the stakes on these games. I do feel like because I get it right and then I'm, I'm happy, but then I'm I mean, also like, what? you get Britney Spears music, but this is. Uh, I'm going to tweet out the link to this article so you can check them out. Oh, I can see them now. Yeah, yeah. they're like fancy. Yeah, they look like fan, a fancy Spanish couple or something. They're, or fancy, yeah, they're a European. fancy pair of Europeans, and uh, they're college students in, I believe, Italy. And uh, I'm going to tweet out the link to the article and to their their Instagram profile. Yeah. They're kind of interesting to watch. I, yeah, I agree. And and I, I would like to kind of brainstorm about upping the stakes for some of our games. Like what? Just in general. I don't know. I think that maybe, I mean, we've got these ghost peppers around somewhere. I know that we've done that before. Right. But I just, maybe we can come up with a few ideas. And I feel like someone should at least win like a day off or something. Yeah. Better than that, loser gets fired. 
Okay. Well, that's really the loser hard gets to fly- So then what if you I've, do get... So if you lose gay, gay, cray, cray, that'd be... I mean, yeah, that'd be higher stakes. I, yeah. I feel like that's... Go pretty, big or go home. I feel like that's pretty serious for a game, but okay. All right. Well, then why don't we, why don't we come up with a few options? We'll put them on Twitter for your voting pleasure. Maybe we always do like, like a, a good vote. Do a Twitter and Instagram poll on, on raising the stakes. Are yeah. we including Justin's idea? Yes. Well... Well, that's yeah, that's a lot. That's a, all right. Maybe not including getting fired, down. but we'll we'll take you'll, all suggestions. You'll get a day off. Okay. A day off is for the winner, maybe. We'll, but then we'll do you get six. a paid okay. day off? <laughs> you get paid day off exactly. Okay, we got to move on. All right. It's time for happy for endings. happy endings. It's actually been a, a pretty uh, difficult day to start. We had some difficult things starting out the day. Yeah. We've had some ups. We've had some downs. We've uh, talked about, you know. We've had some curves. We've had some D picks. We've had some D picks. We've had um, some tissues. Which, depending on how you look at it, is either a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, your tissue thing was freaking disgusting. <laughs> um, I don't want you to ever touch me again, by the way. Don't know why you're touching me, I but did, anyway. I, um, I don't think ever touched you. <laughs> uh, Ginger Justin, what's your happy ending? Sure, I may have hit the dump button accidentally that one time, oh, but at least I didn't share a tissue on purpose, which makes you a trash human being, which is also where your used tissues go in the first place. Um, yeah. I am a trash human being. You know what? I'm a resourceful person, and I was helping out my wife by sharing a tissue with her in a moment of need. And then getting her sick with your nasty snot. No, she's she's already been sick. What's your happy ending? My happy ending is that maybe this show isn't for everyone. Okay? (laughs) Maybe you don't like hearing stories about people sharing Kleenexes. No one does, apparently. Maybe you don't like gay, gay, cray, cray. Who knows? But you know what? Here's the good news. The generic version is just as good. <laughs> and that's what we learned from well Nurse played. Alice today. Nurse Alice would, would second that. Yeah. Okay. Um, my happy ending. <clears throat> Donald Trump may still be president. I didn't really it. do that. I didn't really do okay. it this time. I promise. Don't make me hit the dump button. Uh, yeah. That would be worth that's it. That's a good new rule. For for the dump button. Every time, it... jo- every time your happy ending sucks, we're dumping it. Oh. There has them for stakes. That's a lot of pressure. Okay. The couple from Gay Gay Cray Cray may just be straight and fake in their lives, but look at the bright side. At least they're not actually better than us. That's true. They're Cause, just cause acting I was actually better than us. Kind of disappointed with how cool their lives were and how cool my life sometimes isn't. Yeah, <laughs> we should create a fake profile for us. Oh, and we should actually pretend like we're a couple. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. cool. And we'll do food and fashion and all, all that kind of stuff. Okay, but can I have a dog? No. No, please. And definitely not a cat, because you know how I feel. Please. Uh, we are done. That's it for the show today. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you check out the podcast anywhere you can find your podcast at Drop the Subject. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep. And follow us on D- uh, at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram, because we are going to put a poll up of how to raise stakes. I was gonna say, for these are you games. really going to do that? Yes, I think we are. And I want to also put up all of our uh, Drop the Subject favorite things lists. Okay. All so. that's coming up. We'll see you tomorrow. On the next. On the next. Drop the subject. On the next show, we continue sharing Drop the Subject's favorite things because Oprah may have her list, but ours matter too. And we'll be talking about Monique suing Netflix over gender discrimination. Which, I mean, she has a point, but I get paid more than you and it's not a big deal, right? Wait, you get paid more than me? You didn't know that? I thought we were doing this for college credit. Oh, girl, no. I'm not even college! Drop the Subject, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, on the new Channel Q.